Welcome to the latest episode of Cool Culture Corner. We discuss ways how we can better involve our teams for better productivity, better profits, and growth. I'm your host for Cool Culture Corner, Ken Bader. Our subject today is empathy fatigue. And I read an awesome article titled Empathy Fatigue is All Too Real. Uh, I found it on mindful.org. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes here because it is a terrific article written by Sharon Begley uh, on October 22nd, 2020. And she talks about you know how people just you know, feel less empathy for other people, uh, less about others' pain. Now, I first came in contact with this idea of empathy fatigue in some of the work that I've had the pleasure to do with first responders for the POCOA. Um, I first came in contact with it in regards to 911 operators, because especially those folks that have done that very, very difficult job for years and years and years and have to listen to people screaming and swearing and in the worst day or moment of their life, and they need to stay calm. You know, they need to shut that off. And in, in essence, some of that is a good thing because they have to stay calm and they have to get a job done so they could bring help to these people. But when it becomes a problem is when it's turned off 24-7. You know, there are times where you do need to feel some empathy, even in the case of our 911 operators, you know, sometimes having still some consciousness of the empathy, you know, helps them to react better and get them an ambulance or police or so forth, get them the right first responders, the right help in a more efficient manner rather than saying, ah, well, you know, I've heard this before. Well, let's see what we could do. You know, that's not the reaction that we want from uh, anybody we would call a 911. But you know, as Sharon points out in her article, you know, we've had, you know, mass shootings and now we've got COVID-19 and this was written in late 2020. You know, this was even before some of the challenges we have in 2022, you know, war, inflation, recession looming, uh, more shootings. You know, we just had more shootings recently. It's, it's, it's easy to just shut yourself off. And one of the reasons I bring this up uh, is because I've noticed this in myself. You know, I am certainly not perfect. Um, I have felt like I have had empathy fatigue. You know, to give you a perfect example, just from yesterday, you know, the the stock market was down, and you know, I was mildly upset over that. It's like, you know, really again, another day. You know, when is this going to turn around and and so forth? And you know, then you know, the internet went out. And that's one of the reasons why this podcast is coming out late today. So I apologize for that. But the internet went out and, and they said it was going to be an outage and it was going to be a couple hours. And then they said it was back and I couldn't get it back. You know, the, I, everything that I tried didn't work and we had to call and sit you know, on hold. And then finally somebody came on and couldn't help us. So, well, we'll send a technician the next day. 
And yeah, that just kind of sent me into a mini meltdown. Yeah, nothing major, just you know, throwing, you know, one of my favorite pens across the room and breaking it. Um, because and, and where the empathy fatigue comes in is that my wife had a really long and hard day. And usually, you know, one of the first things that I do, because I work from home, and she gets home from an office is one of the first few things that I do is, is I ask, how was your day? And, you know, sometimes, you know, she'll just say fine and meet it. Um, sometimes she'll say fine, and I know it's not fine, but I need to give her some space. Um, and sometimes she'll just tell me it was a really hard day and, and this happened. And, you know, I don't try to solve the problem. I just try to listen. But I was so wrapped up in my own issues, in you know my own you know, slight you know seething anger underneath the surface uh, about everything that had gone on with the day that I didn't show any empathy for her day. Um, I did later after I calmed down a little bit and thought, you know, all right, well the dude's coming tomorrow and I'll fix it and so forth. Um, but yeah, the cure for empathy fatigue, as Sharon mentions in this great article, is mindfulness. Not surprising because the article is on mindful.org. Um, but yeah, in mindfulness and just being aware yeah, that you do have empathy fatigue in, in trying to do something about it. Now, mindfulness comes in many, many forms. You know, sometimes it's just you know, being self-realized, if you will, if that's even a word, understanding that, yeah, you know what, I'm going down a, a dark hole here and I don't really want to do that. So, you know, let's let's change that. Let's consciously, you know, choose to have some empathy and be calmer. Uh, one of the things that I do, and some of you know that I'm an alcoholic in recovery, um, they suggest doing meditation. Um, I try to do that. <laughs> it doesn't always work that great. Uh, you know, I remember a recent conversation with Jen Kirkman from a uh, uh, comedian and does the podcast Anxiety Bites. And she kind of jokes about both in her Netflix special and her podcasts about meditation. And we joked a little bit about that in an interview. I interviewed her for Podcast Magazine. Uh, that, uh, that article should be coming out in August uh, on Anxiety Bites and No Fun with, with Jen Kirkman. She's a, but she's a great person. She has anxiety and she uses meditation in a similar way. I, I suspect is I try to use meditation to uh, uh, for my alcoholism and to try to be mindful of, of what I'm thinking of. And yeah, this is one of those days where it actually worked. <laughs> um, as I joke with my wife, you know, I'm not that handy uh, when it comes to fixing things, you know, in the house. Um, you know, I've gotten a little bit better at that, but, uh, you know, I remember, you know, decades ago I had uh, tried to put up a, a toilet paper roll holder and the thing fell off the wall. I mean, how bad is that? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a little bit better today, but, uh, but I do know electronics and, you know, I had tried a couple of things last night after they said the internet was up and it didn't work. And so I got, you know, completely pissed and, and went off the rails but you know, and sitting and, and meditating for a little while and being mindful of my thoughts, you know, I thought, you know, instead of just rebooting the system, you know, what if I completely reconnected or disconnected everything 
and then reconnected it. You know, worst comes to worst, I've got a technician coming. So if I do mess something up, yeah, it, A, yeah, he's coming in a few hours. Uh, and B, yeah, it's it's not working anyway. So, you know, aside from breaking the thing out of in out of anger, you know, if I if I disconnect everything and it still doesn't work and I mess something up, you know, it's it's not like I lost the internet. Uh, but anyhow, the point being is that in my mindful state, in being more calm, I actually did uh, fix the internet by disconnecting and reconnecting everything. Uh, and then all of a sudden, not only did it work, but it seems like it's working faster than it did before they, they had the outage. So maybe the outage was a good thing. But my point is, is that, that as the title of the article says, empathy fatigue is all too real. And I don't think that it's just with our first responders anymore. I think we're, we're facing, my opinion, we are facing the most chaotic and roughest time in our lifetime, especially for those that are still working. I think that if you're retired, you know, you can find ways to kind of calm and get away from some of this stuff, not saying that all of your issues are completely gone if you're if you're not actively working. Uh, but for for those folks that are working in executive jobs, especially for those folks that are small business owners, uh, people that are entrepreneurs like myself that are involved in two, three, maybe even four different projects, you know, all of the chaos, you know, creates a lot of stress, you know, so, you know, being mindful, you know, it, understanding that, yeah, you know what, acknowledging um, I'm stressed, I'm angry, I'm going down a black hole, you know, maybe I should choose to do something differently. Uh, if I had chosen to not get angry at the problem yesterday and had been more mindful, you know, maybe I would have had the internet last night and not have to wait until this morning. Uh, in a culture setting, in a team building setting, you know, how does that look? I think being mindful of other people when you see that they may be dealing with some empathy fatigue uh, is one, understanding it and recognizing it. Uh, and two, you know, understanding how to approach that person, you know, approaching them in an angry way, saying, you know, you just have empathy fatigue, you know, you have no empathy whatsoever for anymore, you're a complete jerk. Yeah, that's not going to solve the problem that, you know, may even in the extreme situations get you hit, um, which creates a whole other ripple effect of issues in your culture. But, you know, noticing it and identifying it and saying, you know, hey, are, are you OK? Because yeah, I know that you usually have more empathy in these situations and this doesn't seem like you are you OK? Yeah, the worst that generally happens there, and I've done this when I've been angry, is that, yeah, I'm okay, you know, leave me the hell alone. And you're just, okay, back off. But maybe it gives that person something to think about later, you know, that, that will help. And others may say, you know what, I'm, I'm really not okay. You know, I'm dealing with 
a teenager that's depressed or on drugs, you know, I'm dealing with a divorce, I'm dealing with, you know, losing, you know, half of my portfolio, uh, when I expected to retire next year. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's something else going on there. So just being mindful of yourself, and being mindful of others and having the proper response can go a long way. Uh, I know if I had followed that advice, uh, things would have been a little bit better for me uh, over the course of the last uh, 12 to, to 16 hours. Anyhow, be that as it may, uh, look out for empathy fatigue. Uh, I hope that all of you are doing well and, and can muddle through the chaos that we're going to have for a while. And I hope, as always, that you have a cool culture corner at your unique business. Now a word from our sponsor, Bader Training and Consulting. Events are back in full swing. I'm actually heading to my fourth conference in at least as many months so far in 2022. I'm overjoyed to be fully back in business after the pandemic, and it would be a privilege to be a part of your next event. Do you need a speaker for your next conference? Maybe a facilitator for your next strategic planning or training session? A full program with expert panelists and interactive exercises for attendees? Or maybe you need an MC for your next event? I'm here to help and have the expertise to be a part of an amazing agenda for your audience. Learn more about beta training and consulting at www.btcinc.net or better yet, just contact me directly at kbader at btcinc.net and let's talk about your next event, next training session, or next summit.